Welcome to Law on Wheels. I'm KC, your bearded, motorcycle, off-road, enthusiast, veteran, and your attorney. Each week, we're talking with industry experts, fellow vets, business owners, and we're going to dive into business practices, attorney Q&A, and everything in between. Join us here every week. Hey, welcome to the studio. We're going to be talking a little true crime today, and I appreciate you joining me. Let's just jump right in. We're going to be talking about this Josh Dugar case, which is being hailed as the trial of the century for Arkansas. And let's face it, it's it's a big trial because it's a reality TV star from you know a very popular show in the early 2000s that ran for a lot, a lot of seasons. And a lot of people remember seeing this young man grow up. And there were allegations that were troubling that came out in this trial. But I think what's everybody's concern at the moment is that a motion for new trial or acquittal was filed. And the fact that the... The, the fact that this right exists is there to protect all of us, okay? Let's just, that's just a fact. This right is there to protect all of us and that an attorney can bring for a client found guilty of a crime, a, a motion to challenge the evidence in the light most favorable to the government and ask that there be a new trial granted or that an acquittal be granted and then set forth the reasons why. I think what what is such a slap to people's sense of justice is that this crime is so disturbing, right? We're talking about downloading and watching child sex abuse, right? And this is really the only way to describe this. That I believe the jury heard very detailed facts about the types of videos that were were watched and they heard videos that corroborated Mr. Dugar's presence at the business while these videos were downloaded and presumably watched. And these are simply disturbing facts that, you know, it's hard to get behind that. You know, it's hard to wrap your head around. What do you mean in the light most favorable to the government, there should be an acquittal? And I think that's why people's sense of justice is insulted, people's sense of intelligence is insulted, and why people are in in no uncertain terms angry at this filing by the attorney who's doing what, you know, he constitutionally must for his client. And there's an old saying, you don't want to make a federal case out of it. It goes all the way back to the prohibition days, right? You know, how they get Al Capone, they didn't get him for murdering and running alcohol and bookie, uh, bookmaking, gambling, prostitution. They got him for tax evasion. And they had a lot of evidence regarding the tax evasion. And that's the same situation going on here in this federal case and in any federal case, right? You've got three-letter organizations with an unlimited budget and they're focusing all their attention on one target, 
In this case, it's Mr. Dugar and his activity on the computer and the way they can forensically take apart the computer and, and show the jury in such a way that there really wasn't or couldn't have been any other likely individual using or downloading. It can be damning. And I feel like that's why people's sense of justice and sense of intelligence is insulted with this motion for an acquittal. There's apparently some individual who's sent some communications to government investigators, co-workers, somebody who did odd jobs, doesn't really matter, but an alibi witness, and whether or not the, this information really moves the dial as far as entitlement to a new trial is, is questionable. It could show access to the computer, could show someone else using the computer. Whether or not that's really going to matter is ultimately going to be up to that court. And, you know, the thing is, is that when we're talking about computer forensic cases, these are the cases that can be the most frightening because they have the greatest amount of discoverable material, a, a computer, an actual computer. I'm not talking about a telephone. Uh, as they get more sophisticated, they have a lot of discoverable data, but computers really store and maintain almost every keystroke. And even when things are deleted, they're not deleted. They're stored in negative space, what's called negative space. And the only thing that is deleted is the directory file. And that means in plain English, the only thing that gets erased is the, the way you can type into a search button, a search bubble, a search window, go look for this computer and it will go look for it. The only thing that gets deleted is where it is stored, but the actual data itself is always retained in some space, some negative space, some magnetic space on the computer. And that means literally almost every keystroke can be downloaded, retrieved, recovered, looked at, analyzed, down to username, password login, all kinds of, of very critical information to help direct investigators as to the use of and the exact moments where use of the computer and or the material that's being investigated in, in the Duger case, it's downloading and viewing graphic images of child abuse, child pornography, and these are just frightening things, right? This is, this is why the old saying, don't want to make a federal case out of it, because there are hundreds of thousands of pieces of electronic magnetic data, even if they're deleted, that are retained on a computer. And they can be recovered even if the hard drive is destroyed or attempted to be destroyed, unless it's done in a very particular way. So again, don't want to make a federal case out of it. And it also is one of the reasons why people are so incensed about this motion for acquittal, which is part of the new motion for new trial that was filed recently, right? Because people know that you don't want to make a federal case out of it. And there must be thousands of pieces of electronically recovered information showing use and guilt that the jury was shown such that they were satisfied to render that verdict. So the bottom line is that the entitlement or not for a motion for new trial is a pretty high burden, especially when it's been put in the hands of a jury. Because the jury is the ultimate trier of fact, and then you're asking the judge, again, this is a federal court judge, passed the you know background check of the FBI, the crucible of Senate confirmation, 
presidential nomination, all those things, right? And you're going to take this extreme, well, let's face it, this is a, a very highly qualified attorney sitting as judge in this case, and you're, are you insulting the judge? Are you insulting the jury? You know, the jury wasn't smart enough to figure it out, judge. I need to be acquitted. I think the jury's going to be incensed when they learn that this was filed. I think the judge is very likely to be incensed about this unless something really egregious happened, like the withholding of evidence of actual innocence or something to that effect. But that's not what we're hearing. What we're hearing is that there might be some other alibi. There might be some other person who had access, some person who did odd jobs, something to that effect, who might've been on that car lot, who might've had access to that computer. That may or may not get you there. And it seems like a Hail Mary long shot. Not saying Hail Mary long shots aren't worth taking, but it does seem like a Hail Mary long shot because knowing what we know about federal cases and that old saying, you don't want to make a federal case out of it, the likelihood is there are thousands of pieces of forensic data that tie that computer usage to that defendant. And the things that we do know, even though we didn't sit in the trial, is that Cell phone uses were active uh, by the defendant at the same time computer uses were active. Text messages from the lot were being sent at the time the computer was being used to download these criminal uh, pieces of evidence, this child abuse, child pornography. So the fact of the matter is it seems extremely unlikely that one alibi witness or whatever that may be worked up in this motion for acquittal or new trial are going to overcome what are very likely to be thousands of pieces of forensic data linking the defendant to these criminal acts. Anyway, I hope this helps. Thanks for joining me doing this little deep dive on some true crime.